Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 8.15 on this Thursday morning. It may be your Friday if you're going to be taking the long weekend off. And we are featuring the potential for some pretty significant downpours at times. We'll map it out for you just ahead. Wanted to take you more in-depth as a lot has happened over the last several days uh, in logistical planning, behind the scenes, some of the public things that have happened within the Duval County Public Schools. We reported earlier in the week about the shields that uh, were will be purchased and will be going into some classrooms across the district. A fair amount of conversation about what the options may look like for parents as they return to school. Uh, Superintendent Dr. Diana Green is with me, and I think that's the key word that stood out when you all announced the plan for back to school, Dr. Green. Options. How important is it for the school district to be able to present these families with options? Oh, well, first, thank you for having me. It's very important that we provide options for families, uh, especially for families that have children with underlining medical conditions. It may not be um, optimal for them to be in school for face-to-face instruction, as well as ensuring that our youngest students uh, are, that we are offering face-to-face for them so that families can uh, go back to work. We can ensure that we can uh, deal with the learning loss, if any, and provide high-quality instruction for from our outstanding educators. Boy, that learning loss really concerns any parent, especially over the uh, the summer months of, of what the brain drain ultimately can look like if they're not uh, going to be connected uh, to reading and doing the fundamentals that are so critical. How important is it to be back in a classroom setting across the district, and how tricky is it from a logistical standpoint to put people to put a district-wide policy in place when it's such an individual decision amid a pandemic on returning? It's very challenging um, because we want to make our schools safer. We want to make it as safe as possible for our employees to come back and our students to come back. Uh, This goes far beyond just what happens in the classroom. We, even though the research is telling us that the impact is is not as great for uh, children, but children go home to families, they go home to grandparents, they go home to parents. Our employees go home to their families and they may be taking care of uh, of parents. And it, it is a balance that we have to strike of how can we get back to some sense of normalcy, but at the same time address these concerns. And that's why we have offered options such as uh, Duval Homegrown for grades K through six, uh, our, our online, uh, oh goodness, Duval Virtual Instructional Academy yep. uh, for our older students, as well as a hybrid model for older students so that they are in school during the week, but at the same time, we can lessen the amount of students on campus. Our secondary schools are up from 1,000 to 3,000 students. And the opportunity to 
social distance is is very um, very concerning, and it would be very difficult to social distance if all high school students were on campus every day. For those who may have missed the story earlier in the week, and it's a holiday week, so I understand behaviors and listening may be a little bit different. Can you reset what the purchase was in terms of the shields that are going into some classrooms? It's not a countywide thing, I understand. That is correct. Uh, In classrooms that we can space our desks six feet apart, in meeting the CDC guidelines, uh, the shields really are not as uh, necessary. In our classrooms where we cannot space our desks six feet apart, the shield is just another barrier. Even though we are requiring students to wear facial coverings, we know it's very challenging uh, as adults to keep them on for long periods of time. The shield is just a, a, a second a barrier that will support the initiative of safer returning to school. And on the face coverings and masks, how has that ultimately been settled? Do you have a clear policy in place yet, or is it still evolving? I believe it will continue to evolve. Right now, the mayor put out a citywide order that uh, facial coverings are to be worn indoors. That If that order is in place, we will also be uh, implementing facial coverings indoors. But it is already required for students who uh, take the bus uh, because the bus, we cannot uh, implement social distancing. Uh, students, it will be one to two students per seat. They will be required to wear a facial covering. Students will be required to wear facial coverings when transitioning. Uh, For our secondary students, they change classes. Uh, So when they are changing classes, they will be required to wear a facial covering. Uh, Again, even if we are requiring them to wear it in class, those classrooms that have the shield, it it just gives, again, a secondary barrier for support in in those classrooms. And uh, we know that it will be a challenge. We don't want it tied to discipline. Uh, we've invested in disposable face masks, so if a student loses their facial covering or they, for some reason, came to school without it, they'll just be given a disposable uh, face mask. We're talking live with uh, Dr. Green, uh, the Duval County School Superintendent, as we're unpacking a lot of what back to school ultimately may look like in just over a month as we've uh, looked into mid-August. And uh, yet another logistical hurdle represents itself or presents itself later in August with the Republican National Convention. A group of parents calling themselves Duval Schools Pandemic Solutions Team met yesterday via Zoom. They claim to have some 600 parents that are involved here. One of the pushes, in addition to masks and facial coverings, is starting school after after the Republican National Convention. Is that on the table? Well, currently it is not on the table. Our governor uh, has indicated that schools will um, will open as normal. Uh, whether we are doing Duval Homeroom or we're in brick and mortar, that constitutes opening school. Uh, there's always an opportunity for conversation. It, uh, every day we get new information that uh, gives us an opportunity to make a, a change in the plan. And as we get closer, I think that decision really has to be made much closer to, to the beginning of school year. Uh, we still have uh, a little over a month before uh, school begins. 
you have so much time. I was reflecting on this with uh, someone the other day. Uh, every school leader, every school across the country has dealt with the challenge of having to navigate getting uh, uh, the uh, students educated uh, after and right around spring break as we were in the midst of this. And so that was kind of a fly by the seat to your pants. And, and I'm sure there was already some action planning and, and some logistical ideas on the table, but it really was a quick turn decision. Now you have the luxury, if you will, of a little bit more time to prepare for an entire year. Do you approach this from a mindset of you're approaching the year as though there's a really good chance that kids won't return to the classroom long term for all of 2020, 2021? Yes, I'm approaching this in phases. Uh, Even if our doors open August 10th, there is opportunity that we will have beginning and start times, and then there will be a time that we have to shut down. Hopefully, we are going to do a good job of following the CDC guidelines, implementing all of the protocols in place, and, and it won't impact us as greatly as if we just all came back to school. Uh, If we have a positive case of COVID-19 in a school, we have to do the same contact tracing and those individuals will have to self-isolate based on the guidance from our Department of Health. We anticipate there'll be times that we might have to close an entire school down based on the number of cases that could impact that school. It's it's going to be uh, a very interesting school year. We are gearing up for providing the highest quality education, but at the same time, we have to be uh, very prepared to transition to Duval Home Roam for a period of time, then come back to face-to-face. It, it, it will be a year, I think, more um, complicated than last year because it was very simple. We closed and students did not return back to school. Mm. This upcoming year, it, it may be sometimes students are in school. Other times we have to uh, go to Duval Homeroom for a subsection of our district and other parts of our district are still doing brick and mortar. Talking with Dr. Diana Green, Duval School Superintendent, with just a few more minutes, and I do appreciate you taking so much time. We, I, I did want to make sure that we tried to unpack as much of the back-to-school plan. And again, it's at teamduval.org if you do want to see what uh, the reopening plan for schools is in 2020 and 2021. I wonder about those more experienced teachers in the district and a couple of them who have taught my kids in the Duval schools before uh, who maybe contemplating their future have you seen uh, a number of retirements from those who may be considered at risk are you facing a teacher shortage for the year given the uncertainty well currently we've not seen that happen in our district however uh, as time progresses throughout the summer that may occur Uh, we hope that the processes and protocols that we've put in place will encourage teachers to, you know, feel like, yes, I I want to come back, but I completely understand that teachers have to make that decision for themselves. And uh, we want to show that we appreciate and value our veteran teachers by, that's why we've put in a number of protocols, that's why we've put in uh, additional supports and barriers 
for uh, our employees. All employees will receive facial coverings, face shields, gloves. We're, we're trying to, again, follow as closely as possible to the CDC guidelines and provide support to our employees and our families, which strikes a, a very challenging balance. Boy, on a human level, all I can think about is all the times that we've gone to a conference and, and our daughters or even our son have run up to their teacher and there's been that hug. On a, on a human level, how difficult is it for those teachers who may not be able to have those experiences with their kids? And they really are their kids. Well, it's going to be very challenging. Uh, this has been very challenging for all of us. Uh, we're all human and we uh, crave for human touch you know we crave to show acceptance and to say that you know we need to keep our distance six feet apart it it definitely is um very odd and unusual and it's it's very challenging to say don't hug your children but we want to make sure that we are doing everything possible to make it safer and to stem the curve of COVID 19. You can get to uh, teamduval.org, the reopening schools plan for 2021. It's also available at uh, just Google Duval County Public Schools if you need to, or duvalschools.org. We'll continue to stay in close contact over the next month or so. And Dr. Green, anytime you have anything more you want to pass along to folks, uh, the number you called in on today, just let us know anytime. We're happy to have you back, okay? Well, thank you. I would like to just add one other point. Our website for the reopening of schools actually goes live on Monday, July 6th. Uh, They can get some information from the website today, but the full uh, phase one comprehensive reopening will be on the website starting July 6th.